Hello, and welcome to Stone Stories. I'm Abby. And I'm Phil. We get stoned and discuss true crime stories. This week, we're going to go through the... Uh, we're going to keep it light and fluffy since last week was awful. Um, and we're doing sports ball crimes! Sports ball! Sports ball! Sports ball! Okay. Um, and we're just... Because uh, I did try and find light and fluffy crimes, but uh, there's not many light and fluffy crimes, and we're also going to be skipping um, uh, Michael Vick, because fuck that motherfucker. He doesn't even deserve our time. Anyway. Um, today's uh, list should be noted includes salt of a few different natures, um, a little bit of murder, and some embezzlement, I believe. Uh, usually we present our cases in single case at a time to um, promote adequate detail. Today we're going to do a long list of sports crimes actually provided by Tiebreaker. It was a super good presentation and we wanted to share it. Yeah, let's go ahead, Mr. Phil. Our first uh, subject is Ray Korth, a former first round pick by the Carolina, pa Carolina Panthers. During the 1990 scene, Korath, who was dating Cherica Adams, was determined not to have another child. Uh, in college, I guess he already had one and had paid for child support and wasn't ready for round two. Rather than discussing what options he and Adams had, um, Korath hired a hitman, Van Brett Watkins, to murder Cherica and their unborn baby. Who did shoot and murder Cherica, um, the baby was born ten weeks prematurely. Uh, it's noted that um, Cora spent 19 years behind bars for conspiracy to murder while Watkins was sentenced to at least 40 years in prison. Has he heard of condoms? I mean, I guess he doesn't need them now that he's butt-fucking people in prison, but... Um, well, he could have a vasectomy if he doesn't want to have any kids. Yeah, that that too, but... I mean, I mean if he's really gotta, now he's like, getting butt fucked. It, so, at least, you know. I hope he has. I hope he's having fun. Birth control. Why didn't they talk about so many questions? Right. There's a lot to Obviously, unpack th there. This probably but... wasn't thought through. I imagine. Maybe. Right. Maybe he thought. <laughs> he thought there was birth control involved. Yeah. Well, that's not always 100% Either way, effective. not an appropriate reaction, but... No, it's like, dude, if you would have just... Yeah. Um, condoms. Condoms. I don't... They work. They even have, like, foam you can shove up there. Yeah, anyway, Planned Parenthood gives out free condoms. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about this foam thing, but, yeah, like, I as a first I don't impression, either. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't either. But anyway, uh, Aaron Hernandez, um, speaking of fuckers, uh, on June 17th, 2007, one of NFL's youngest and brightest stars, Aaron Hernandez, I don't like how they worded that, uh, he was a fucking murderer, and I read his, um, uh, his Wikipedia, and basically he was a piece of shit because his dad was an alcoholic, and it was like, okay, so, because... I don't, it doesn't excuse it, but it is sad. Like. It is. But, um, yeah. Anyway, complete lack of, 
total and complete lack of responsibility here. Okay, but you, um, you, you're, you're kind of straying from you got to tell them what they did. Okay, anyway, Hernandez was sentenced to life. What did he do? He was for the murder of Lloyd. Although he was never charged for a double murder in Boston, many believed he was also <laughs> responsible. Aaron Hernandez shot and killed Odin Lloyd. Yeah. That's the part you didn't say. I said he murdered him. Anyway, um, Hernandez, a paranoid man with a troubled past, was wary of Lloyd's knowledge of his criminal past and the stockpile of firearms uh, Hernandez had at his house. Uh, while serving out his life sentence, Aaron Hernandez hung himself in his jail cell with uh, um, bedsheets. Following his death, the Hernandez family authorized Boston University to study his brain for signs of uh, CTE, and they discovered at the time of his death, uh, Hernandez had stage three out of four uh, CTE. So he, it sounds like he had a very severe uh, brain trauma. Um, but yeah, it was just a perfect storm, like, of shit. And then he was like, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and shoot people because I'm paranoid. He also got into, like, fights a lot in bars and clubs and just all around sounds like an unpleasant dude. And, uh, there were a lot of times he got off for, like, drunk driving, um, because... Well, his friend was driving drunk, and he was in the passenger seat, but the cop recognized him and just told him to get indoors. No, even <laughs> They were going, like, 120 miles in a construction zone and weaving. Yeah, so... Anyway, go on. Uh, this brings us to Tanya Harding. If you can't beat him, beat him. <laughs> Uh, Tanya Harding was a favorite prior to the 1994 Winter Olympics. Harding and Nancy Kerrigan were considered the top two contenders. Uh, Harding wanted to change that, so she and her ex-husband hired Shine Stant, a former convict uh, who was taking odd jobs for money, apparently. Um, and January 6th, 1994, one day before the U.S. figure stating championships, uh, Kerrigan was forced to withdraw due to injury after uh, Stant was hired to break her leg. Stant um, actually failed to break Kerrigan's leg. The injured skater made an almost improbable recovery and was back skating in weeks. Uh, one month later, in the sweetest form of revenge, Kerrigan took silver at the Olympics while Harding, at this point, a uh, national pariah, fell to eighth place. Yeah, I forgot that they let Harding compete. Well, yeah, because they, they didn't make the, uh, the connection right away because... Oh, of, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um... You must skip Michael Vick. Yeah, because fuck that motherfucker. Abby's partial to the pit bull. She hates that guy. Like... We Previous to all our broadcasts has hated that guy. <laughs> you know, he deserves whatever the fuck comes to him. Anyway, uh, Mike Tyson. And I just want to uh, say again that this is, these words, I'm going to go ahead and skip stick to tiebreaker because they said it, not me. Um, Iron Mike Tyson was a furious uh, puncher in the boxing ring. The problem was he couldn't 
contain his rage and confine it uh, just to boxing. In 1991, Tyson was accused and found guilty of raping uh, Desiree uh, Washington, the Miss Black Rhode Island winner. Uh, Tyson was sentenced to six years in prison, but ended up serving less than three. Uh, following his release from jail, Tyson returned to the ring and continued to dominate. In 2006, uh, Tyson was arrested on suspicion of DUI and felony drug possession. He entered a, a rehab program uh, and was given three years probation. Since then, Tyson has avoided run-ins with the law and has become an actor notably appearing in the Hangover movie series. He's a crazy son of a bitch. That brings us to Charles Barkley, who had done a great job avoiding arrest throughout his career despite apparent numerous off-court incidents. He'd fight drunk fans in back alleys or in clubs. He would fight people on the courts and no arrest. Until Jorge Lugo came along. Lugo, a five foot one inch undocumented immigrant who had already been arrested ten times, wanted for God knows what reason to tussle with the six foot six Barkley. Lugo instigated the fight by throwing a cup of ice at Barkley. Barkley responded by picking up Lugo and throwing him through a glass window. Uh, Barkley got a misdemeanor, paid a $320 fine, and had to do community service. Lugo hasn't been heard from since. <laughs> we got thrown through a window. <laughs> um, oh, the juice! O.J. Simpson. <laughs> okay. Um, should we? Ta I'm gonna tag him in this. We're tagging him. Um, if the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit. The glove, at least at the time of the trial, didn't fit. You've already heard and read about it thousands of times, but this list would be considered incomplete without. O.J. Simpson gracing it. Without retelling the well-documented, highly publicized uh, story yet again, uh, the nuts and bolts of it are Simpson was accused of murdering his ex-wife and her friend. Um, in an uh, internationally televised trial, Simpson was found not guilty and was acquitted on all charges. Uh, later in life, O.J. released a book titled If I Did It, um, Confessions, <laughs> If I Did It, Confessions of the Killer. Besides his bizarre and disturbing book release, O.J. was arrested in Las Vegas on armed robbery and kidnapping charges. Suffice to say, O.J. was and still is a troubled man who got away with murder, literally. Again, just to clarify, he was found not guilty by a jury of his peers, and those are the tiebreaker's words. Adam Pacman Jones. Um, apparently, Adam had a ton of interceptions and tackles. He was a great player, only to be rivaled by his arrest record. <clears throat> That's disappointing. His, uh, I don't know if this is his mugshot, but it lo he looks sweet in it. <laughs> well, he looks like he's having a blast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's got a huge rap sheet for various incidents, most of which are assault-based. He's fought everything from strippers to airport employees. 
He's been arrested and sent to jail numerous times and has a nasty propensity to spit on people, especially females. Um, okay, that's not cool. This is actually... Our, our, if we were going to do an in-depth single case report, I was going to go with Adam Jones just because it's a crazy rap sheet. It's fun to go through. This guy has lived. <laughs> but in 2007, Jones was involved with the Las Vegas nightclub brawl turned shooting oh, no. and was suspended for the entire 2007 season. Left him, uh, uh, left a former professional wrestler paralyzed from the waist down. And Jones, for his role in the melee, was ordered to pay $12.4 million to the victims. No. Oh, wow. I don't know what this dude was smoking, but it looks, it looks like it was good. Um, Lawrence Taylor, another man who simply cannot avoid trouble... Uh, former Giants legend Lawrence Taylor was an all-time great linebacker whose post-football career has been not anything but great. Uh, in his early playing days, Taylor admitted to using cocaine frequently and had vicious and had a vicious drinking problem. Well, that sounds bad for your liver. Uh, but su- but suspensions would be the last of his concerns. <laughs> oh dear. I don't know. He looks all fucked up. I don't know what he's on. Um, after football, Taylor picked up his drug habit and was arrested numerous times for buying and possessing cocaine and crack cocaine. Uh, Taylor's worst incident, however, came in 2010 when he had sex with a 16-year-old girl in New York in a New York hotel. Taylor pleaded guilty to multiple misdemeanor charges. By pleading guilty, he avoided jail time, but was required to register as a sex offender. Okay. Wow, downward spiral, huh? Yeah. Uh, Sean White. He's on the list for pulling a fire alarm. While partying in Nashville, White got a bit too intoxicated and pulled a fire alarm in the hotel he was staying at. Uh, The hotel was then evacuated, and White, who had been spotted by a guest, tried to flee the scene. But he's not exactly a sprinter, he's a snowboarder, and naturally he was caught trying to escape. (laughs) Inside the embarrassment of being caught while sustaining injuries to his head, something that hasn't happened to him while snowboarding, and was transported to a local hospital for treatment. Yeah, someone got him pretty good. He's he's got a shiner in the shot. Oh yeah, that's all purple. That must have hurt. It's right on the cheekbone. Um, Darren Sharper, he had a 14-year NFL career. Now he has a 20-year prison sentence. At one time, Darren Sharper was one of the uh, NFL's best safeties, but now the former Super Bowl champion will be sitting safely in a cell. Following retirement, Sharper went on a horrible spree of sexually assaulting multiple women in multiple states. Oh, lovely felonies. Um, in 2011, the first accusation against Sherper uh, were revealed, and over the next three years, multiple uh, assault victims began to file complaints against him. In 2014, Sherper was arrested in Los Angeles on two separate counts of sexual assault. Uh, time will tell if the serial rapist 
will have a reduced sentence, but at least for the foreseeable future, this monster will remain behind bars wearing a different kind of uniform, a orange jumpsuit. It sounds like they were trying to go tough guy cop with that last line. Yeah. Yeah. But he looks like a motherfucker who'd rape you, but anyway. Uh, Maurice Claret. Uh, he's the man that scored the winning touchdown in the 2002 National Championship game, boosting underdog Ohio State over the heavily favored University of Miami squad, replete with the NFL talent. Uh, was called the most talented freshman running back in America. The next moment, Claret is out of school and football entirely. Initially, he's arrested on aggravated robbery charges. About one month following his initial arrest, Claret is arrested again, this time on felony gun charges and avoiding arrest. Uh, he got three and a half years for that. Oh. I lost my place. That's disappointing. He also, like, some of the pictures, like, these men look like they could be really, like, I don't know, like, teddy bears, you know? Get it, babe? Yeah, it's not working out for me. Um, We're down to Plexico Burris. Can you see yours? Uh, sorry about that. Uh, uh, he had a leg up in the competition. Uh, that is until he shot himself in the quad with an unregistered gun. Former uh, star wide receiver uh, uh, Plasecchio uh, Burres of the New York Giants made one of the dumbest, most infamous mistakes in pro football history. Uh, New York State has some of the, of the nation's most stringent gun laws. Uh, apparently, um, Oh dear. Quit that. Huh? The pen. Quit. Oh, well, stringent gun laws. Apparently, uh, Placeco Perez, or Burrez, I'm sorry, was, e was either unaware of them or unafraid of the consequences. Or maybe he just didn't anticipate cheating himself in the lake while partying at an upscale New York nightclub. Uh, Berez, after accidentally shooting himself in the lake in 2008, was transported to a local hospital. At the hospital, it was revealed uh, Berez did not have a concealed carry permit or any permit um, at all to possess a handgun in the state of New York. In total... Uh, the receiver served 20 months in prison after Jail Burris made it back to the NFL for a few uh, seasons but failed to find his previous success. All right. Thank you for sticking with us.
Alright. Uh, we left off at John Bones Jones, uh, who was an octagon fighter, who had doping allegations, um, which just remained allegations. He's had drug charges and DUIs and apparent drag racing charges. Um, probably the most, uh, Penis of the crimes he committed was actually a hit and run that took place in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Jones, who was drunk and high on marijuana, ran a red light and crashed his rental car into another vehicle. Rather than staying behind waiting for the cops, Jones took off on foot, <laughs> leaving behind an injured pregnant woman and two destroyed cars. Uh, the former UFC champion was stripped of his title and was sentenced to 18 months probation and extensive community service. All right. Uh, Jason Williams in 2002, uh, former Nets big man, uh, Jason Williams made his most e uh, egregious mistake of his career. It was a shooting mistake, but it wasn't on the court. While giving his limo driver, Gus uh, Gristoffi, a tour of his mansion, Williams began to show off his 12-gauge shotgun. Uh, in a horrible turn of events, the gun accidentally discharged and struck Kristoff in the chest, killing him on the spot. Uh, Williams, panic panicking uncontrollably, placed the gun in the dead man's hands and went for a swim to get the blood off. Eventually, Williams was charged with aggravated assault and obstruction to justice, but was um, acquitted of aggravated um, manslaughter. So I think they uh, reduced the charges, and then he was acquitted. He ended up serving 18 months in prison for the incident. Uh, since re his release from prison, Williams has dealt with substance abuse uh, issues and has had numerous run-ins with the law. How sad. That actually, poor guy. I hope he's doing better. Yeah. It sound that that's it was an accident. That's just awful. Anyway. Uh, Sam Hurd. He didn't catch too many touchdowns, but he did catch a hefty jail sentence. <laughs> <laughs> the former Bears and Cowboys receiver. Uh, Heard was selling drugs rather than playing professional football. I don't know, I'm trying to figure out if he was doing both of them at the same time or if he quit one to do the other. Okay, so yeah, he quit football and started selling drugs. Oh, okay. Uh, on one fateful night, Heard accidentally revealed to undercover cops that he intended to distribute large quantities of both cocaine and marijuana. The sting operation proved to be a success, and charges were immediately brought against Heard. The former receiver received a 15-year prison sentence, and the only thing he will be receiving anytime soon are prison letters. Okay, but why does he have a cone head? Repeated concussions. Okay. No, I'm kidding. This is just shaped like that. Oh. Are you sure he's not like? Remember that show we watched? The. 
Skulls aren't all round. Okay. Some of them are different. Uh, anyway, uh, Cecile Collins, Cecile the Diesel Collins, was a dominant running back in the with a promising future. Okay. However, his career was cut short. Cecil. Yeah. I don't know. That's his, that's what his mother named him. I'm. <sighs> okay. However, his career was cut short uh, because he ran into too many things. Mostly, no- most notably, the law and not opposing defenses. Uh, once pegged to be the LSU's next star running back, uh, Collins was kicked off the team after being arrested for breaking and entering on two separate occasions. Uh, he claims he claimed he was sleepwalking uh, and had no malintent. Uh, after being dismissed from LSU, Collins went to, to play uh, for Division uh, 1AA school, but he failed a drug test and was promptly dis- dismissed. Third time's the charm, right? Uh, the, Miami, the Miami Dolphins selected Collins despite his checkered past in the fifth round, and he showed uh, flashes of talent. Uh, he also <laughs> couldn't resist breaking into people's houses. Uh, he, he did it yet again while in Miami. This time, he claimed uh, he claimed to simply watch a girl sleep uh, very creepy, and the result of his actions uh, was equally intense. Collins served, received a 15-year jail sentence, uh, effectively ending his football career. He, you know, I I feel like there's some... Uh... Okay, but <clears throat> like, how sports-oriented does this community have to be? To, to For this guy to get caught breaking and entering and be like, oh, what? Where am I? And it worked. It worked. Not only did he, like, play the, the I was asleep, I don't know where I am, because he couldn't think of literally anything else at that point. He had just been caught red-handed. But that actually worked for him twice. Yeah. It's no wonder he kept doing it. <laughs> And then he wanted to watch her sleep. Like, what? <laughs> anyway. Okay. Javaris Crittenton. Uh, Javaris uh, was playing for the Washington Wizards. He and then teammate Gilbert Arenas got into a locker room dispute. The details surrounding the dispute aren't fully clear, but both players became so embroiled with rage that they stormed into the locker room, brandishing multiple weapons and threatening to kill one another. Both players were suspended indefinitely by the NBA, and Crittenton never played in the league again. Uh, Things took an even worse turn for the former Georgia Tech star when he accidentally shot and killed a mother of four during a drive-by shooting in Atlanta, Crittenden, after being robbed at gunpoint, wanted to take revenge, but just like in the NBA, he wasn't a great shot and missed the target. For his role in the killing, he was given a 23-year jail sentence. Wow. Hmm. 
Uh, Lawrence Phillips, uh, he was drafted uh, six overall in 1996 by the St. Louis Rams. Uh, he was supposed to be the star running back, the same man who helped Nebraska dominate the college level. But Lawrence Phillips was deeply troubled and had a, a propensity towards violence. Uh, he choked his girlfriend unconscious, then stole her car. While in Los Angeles, Phillips attempted to run over a group of teenagers following a pickup football game. Uh, he thought they robbed him and stole his wallet. Uh, those charges landed um, Phillips in jail for at least 31 years. While in jail, uh, Phillips murdered his cellmate. Uh, that landed him in uh, potentially on death row and if not a permanent spot in prison, a life sentence. Uh, however, Phillips would not live out his sentence in 2016. Phillips was found dead in his cell uh, in an apparent suicide. That's intense. Yeah. Lenny Dixtra. They called him Nails. Former All-Star center fielder Lenny Dixtro was a hard-nosed player who had an even harder time avoiding the law. Uh, as a player and also post-retirement. Ooh, dear. He's been accused of stealing money from an adult entertainment actress. Uh, he threatened to kill his Uber driver. And during the investigation, officers found ecstasy and cocaine in Dixtro's belongings. He's been arrested for indecent exposure in Grand Theft Auto. Oh. For his involvement in the Grand Theft Auto scheme, Dixtra was sentenced to three years in prison, but only served six and a half months. Because sports ball. Okay. Um, Mel Hall. Uh, Mel Hall played 13 wow. years in the majors as a very average outfielder with an overinflated ego. He was uh, flashy and outgoing, and he'll now presumably spend the majority of his life behind bars. That's because Mel raped a uh, a 12 year old girl on the basket uh, on the youth basketball team he coached. And this indecency isn't the only one. Uh, he was also um, infuriated with a 15-year-old girl during his... Infatuated. Oh, infatuated, I'm sorry. With a 15-year-old girl during his playing days in New York. Uh, the two became romantically linked and Hall moved the girl in the... In with the girl and slept on the living room floor of their of her parents' house. Uh, while he was playing in the MLB. Uh, she was getting ready for the prom and the SATs. The relationship eventually came to an end, uh, but it was the first sign of just how evil and questionable a character Mel Hell, Mel Hell had. In 2009, Hall was sentenced to 45 years in prison. Good. Keon Clark. 
Uh, went to UNLV and was the 13th overall pick to the 1998 NBA draft. Uh, that pick was a gamble, but not as much as Clark illegally owning multiple guns and driving under the influence. Uh, that landed him behind bars, sentenced to eight years for DUI and the weapons charges. Clark has never been able to fully overcome his alcohol addiction. Apparently, to this date, Clark still holds the Toronto Raptors single-game record for blocks with 12. All right. And I think that's uh, all for now. Because that is what my tablet is saying. It's not working, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, say that's pretty good. Again, this list was found on Tiebreaker, so if you want to look more into any of the stories that we discussed today, uh, you definitely can. And uh, follow us on our Twitter, uh, Stone Story Podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a good week. <laughs>